It's February 7th, and this is the Cream City Pacers Weekly Rundown. Hey, Cream City, we are officially in the leap year month. It's February. Fun fact, the Olympic marathon trials are on February 29th. I guess if anyone has a bad race that day, they don't have to worry about it um, for the next four years. That was a uh, funny joke. I want to welcome everyone back to the show. This is our fourth episode. We've made it through one month. If you're new, I want to welcome you to the weekly rundown. I'm glad you could join us. We drop these every Friday. We use this time to talk about what's happening in the Milwaukee running scene on a real-time stream. We talk about what's happening with upcoming races to relevant topics. And as always, I'm joined by producer Apostoli. Hello. Hey, how are you doing this week? I am doing very well. You just got back from Yosemite. I did. That's awesome. was my first trip there. What hikes did you do? I, did I haven't upper... been to Yosemite in a while. I went once with my wife's family back when we were, I think we were engaged. You did a lot of things. We just went for one day. We just went just a single day from noon till, I shouldn't say this. We got to the top of the 3,500 feet climb 10 minutes before sundown. So the entire downhill way back was pitch dark with with uh, the flashlights from Costco, Costco that we talk about all the time. We use those to run. <laughs> Thank God. So I wore those so, on a run the other day, side note, and I was running with my friend Vivian and her light was like spread across the entire Oak Leaf Trail up the trees and my light was like barely <laughs> hitting the ground. And I'm like, man, I have a, these Costco lights suck. Ah, so you change your mind? No, the batteries. The batteries. I was like blaming the product, and it was like, no, switch the light. That's the problem with these LED products. It'd be nice to have an indicator. Yeah, well, that was my indicator. I just had a. Took me a couple minutes to figure it out. But you used those to climb down. I did. I did. We did use them. And one thing I will say, I feel like running again. You do. We're almost there. Why? I might because actually do it. Nature because got you going. Nature got me going, and there's some endorphins, right? There's some. We keep talking about endorphins and the rush and the, the high. Yeah. I'm always gonna do it, man. I'm always. I'm almost. You there. miss it, even from a hike. You get it. I was reading an article the other week, that even you know how being out in nature is supposed to release endorphins and be good for you. <clears throat> that trees, the symmetry of tree branches and tree leaves, are a pattern unlike any other. And when we're out in nature and we see those patterns, it like activates our brain in this way to help us calm down and whatever it may be. And I thought that was like pretty crazy that they analyzed that and they figured out that it was the patterns of the tree branches and leaves, how they're just all crazy and they're not, there's really anything to it. Yeah. There's all kinds of. Yeah. Whatever you know, that's called, that's you know, called something. I'd have to look up the article. Well, there's. You know, there's the golden ratio that can be applied in many, um, in many parts of nature. Also, the Fibonacci series or whatever. You know, I, I don't I know. Those are way over my head. But how was your running week? Not. Alex? You know, I had a good week last week. I'm training for a Milwaukee Marathon, and I did a track workout and a tempo workout, which like I've been missing the last few weeks. And I was like, time for my long run on Saturday. Had 17 miles on the docket. Wow. And got to about six and realized 
I didn't know if I was going to like make it back home. I mean, like I was going to make it back home. I was just, it was a bad run. I was tired legs, hungry, you know, not mentally in it. So trotted around with um, John Gamrat again, made it back home, did 10 and a half. 10 and a half is better than nothing, but it definitely was not a 17 mile strong run that I thought it was going to be. So that's okay. Not every week can be a good run. It's true. Got out there. Went out Sunday, did a little jog, recovered, took Monday off. I did not take Monday off. I lied. I ran this Monday in the morning. Um, but it, it's, it's a new it, week. Yep. Keep following the training program. Keep going. Don't get, yeah, don't get discouraged. It's crazy. Exactly, we're like uh, even elites. 10 weeks out, nine weeks out. I think we're nine weeks <laughs> out. It's close. When, when these things happen, when you're that close to your race day, when disappointment happens in training, yeah, and you're that close. I know it's gonna, it can get to you, but well, you're, you're a fighter. You're is. a fighter, man. And it happens. I was gonna say it happens to the elites. It happens and, to everybody. And it happens to everybody. You're gonna have a bad day while mm-hmm. training. You can't have a consistent bad run, and and that's where you learn. Um, we just had a guest on the podcast. It hasn't been released yet. That said that if it does not challenge you, you're not growing. And that's that, that's very true. If it's not, if you're not challenged, you're not getting anywhere. So, kudos to you for for getting back out there on Sunday. If you guys are training for any upcoming races, I hope your training's been going well. Let us know what you guys are training for. Share it with us, and we're excited to um, follow you along your training journey and cheer you on on race day. Looking at races, so what happened last weekend? Uh, the John Dick Memorial 50K happened last week mm. on saturday perfect weather for that there was uh, snow on the ground but super nice weather for that just looking at some of the facebook comments searching john dick memorial 50k let's see here frank was so glad he went out there were so many cool people it was a really great event thanks for all the support from my trail running buddies it's just a lot of people having a really good time good weather a lot of people posting selfies Vikas, Vikas, he won it for the second year in a row. Oh, I just lost the post, guys. Oh, here it is. He goes, this is his race recap. I never raced so hard because of two reasons. One, I wanted to defend my title. And two, a young dude was chasing me like a lion. <laughs> First place uh, in the John Dick Memorial 50K. Trail condition was much better than last year, so I was able to finish the race in four hours flat. Official time, wow. 52 minutes faster than last year. That young lion was really chasing his ass down. So that's the number one time is four hours? Yeah, that's what won it this year. 50Ks, 50Ks, 50Ks. You know what? I can't <clears throat> like figure out that pace in my head. So where I used to go is cool running. Have you used that? They have a pace calculator. Like mm. most people know about it. Um, they I have actually, a nice pace converter, by the way, on my phone. Should well, we I'm plug gonna, it? I'm going to plug it. Yeah. Because but, it's very, it's, it's side by side. And it's very, well, what very I'm cool. saying is we need Pace that. Converter, it's called. And it's a free app from the app store for, for iPhones. So while you're looking that up, there's yeah. this website called coolrunning.com. Cool that running, I, yeah. I, I use it for a pace calculator. I think a lot of people to like transfer, you know, to configure out like distance and pace and overall times, yada, yada, yada. Well, they just shut it down. And it's no longer. What? So now we're without a pace calculator and I feel Pace lost. converter. Pace converter. It's a app for iOS 
and it is cool because look you can you can set what the left column is and what the right column is right so you, on the left you could have a minute per mile and then on the right you could have kilometers per mile like let's say you were traveling to another country oh but does it tell you if uh, i ran also, 50 miles what would at the equivalent four hours? be like to tell you the pace because that's where cool running uh, really rocked yeah you can use your math skills. Also, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe four, four hours was, was there to and teach. fifty kilometers. Like we could come four. out with a whole number, but we're not. I'm not there mentally right now. It's thirty miles. It's thirty-one miles in four hours. Because so four times. Let me help you out, go. guys. This is how you do it. You do four. This is where right, people times start signing off six, for the show. Yeah, four uh, times sixty, which is the minute divided by. Um, 31 right so well you're telling seven, me right that's a 745 under 745 pace let's go in other news i want to give a shout out to scott stowski for being named road runners club of america outstanding volunteer of the year that is awesome so scott will present reading this right from the Badgerland page now. Scott will be presented with his award during the RRCA National Convention in Portland, Oregon at the awards banquet on Saturday, March 21st. Well, that's a huge honor. Scott, congrats. You're doing awesome things in the Milwaukee running community. Keep kicking ass, dude. Wait, so I'm confused. This is the RRCA. Like if you go on rrca.org, you see that logo. Everybody recognizes that logo. He won an award from them. National? Yeah. In Milwaukee. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised because th- that was a great, great, great organization he did for, for the for the marathon. Milwaukee. Lake Mo- front, Lake Milwaukee's, Lake Milwaukee's making a big impact in the running world. Um, let's look at what's coming up. There's no races this weekend, and that's a damn shame. But you know what there is? There's like five races the weekend after. Um, so if you're one of those races, you should just move your race back a week and you don't have to compete with any other races. So what's going on on the 15th is the 24th annual Stephen Cullen Healthy Heart and uh, Tosa. This is a competitive 8K and a two-mile, I think it's like a walk run, fun run. This is really cool. So the this walk is a is proud to fund life-saving heart research at the Medical College of Wisconsin in memory of a former Milwaukee alderman, Steve Cullen, who died at the age of 40 of a heart attack. Wow. So it goes to a good cause. So go run this race for a good cause. Uh, CullenRun.com. You guys can still register. 40 years old. So far in the last 24 the years, $500,000 has been donated to the cause. $500,000. Half a million. He's kind of a 40 years old dying of a heart attack. By the way, one of our future guests, uh, Dr. Adele Kortkor, he also had an, a very life-changing experience um, at 40 years old, but he was able to save himself and turn it around and and try to affect as many people as possible. So stay tuned. He's going to be on the show soon, right? And yeah. and he's going to share that story. So Ooh, I like this Dr. teaser Adele. content. Teaser what content. an interesting, what an interesting guy. Oh, totally cool. Just an amazing all around guy with the initiatives he's doing and how he's giving back um, to the community. Not even at a local level, but literally 
at a national at a level. local level at a national level and a personal level yeah this man still runs marathons we both happened to run the athens marathon uh in 2018 together we didn't know each other at the time but um he's much older than i am i mean he'd be your dad we both play the drums he started playing the drums two years ago he started taking lessons to play a drum set drums two years ago at that age that's how i want to be that's how i want to be at that age yeah. later in my life man that's inspiring so stay tuned for dr adele corkor he's going to be on the show very soon Boom. only the best guests here at ccp boom, headquarters. Boom, boom boom and back to the rest of the races the um some of the fun 5Ks, there's the Cupid Shuffle, which is part of the Winter Run Series. That's on Sunday, February 16th, up in Glendale at the Bavarian Beer House. There is also the Coco Classic 5K Walk Run, the 15th, which is Saturday, down in South Shore Park. How do you spell that? C-O-C-O-A? C-O-C-O. Coco. Coco. Okay. I did it for the Coco. And then lastly, the whole entire weekend is the Pettit Indoor Marathon. So go check out their website, PettitIndoorMarathon.com, but they have... The trippy. Isn't that the trippy one that you talked about? Yeah, this about? is like the trippy one. I'm like trying to be more positive about it now that it's sunk in, but there's like a half marathon relay, there's team relays, there's marathons, there's a bunch of races. So Maybe that's you know part what? of it. There's a learning curve. Go, there's a learning curve to figuring it out. It's go fine. have fun. Go run around the Pettit. Enjoy it. Have and, fun. And if there are no races this weekend... Just go run with a local running group. Go run with OMG on a on a Saturday morning. 40, 50 people show up no matter what, right? Yeah, OMG is why we became friends. How we became friends. OMG. Yep. Even though I think Patrick's trying to like uh, rebrand as the Milwaukee running group, move away from OMG. Yeah. But I don't know. It's always been. Show up on Saturday and ask them yourself. <laughs> yeah, but Saturdays, they have a ton of people to show up to your runs. And you know what? There's Many a lot of good places. running yep. groups in town, and we're going to use one of these weeks in the upcoming months to talk about them. Yes. So if you guys are looking to get involved um, in some running groups, stay tuned, and we will have an episode focused on that. But today, our main focus is things we can't run without. So we polled our listeners and asked what's one thing they could not run without. But for now, Apostoli and I are going to compile together a list of five things we can't run without. And how we're going to do it, it's going to be draft style. So I'm going to start, and then Apostoli's going to go, and then I'm going to go, and then we're going to get to a list of five. A five. So you know what that means, people. He gets three. I get two. Well, you couldn't even come up with one before, so you're lucky you get two. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, all, all right, right. so fair, number fair. one, start it off. One thing I can't run without is my running watch. I have a Garmin 235, red and black to be specific, and I can't run without it. If you run without it, it doesn't count, right? Yeah. That's what you say. So my whole thing with like a running watch is great tells you your time, you know, your distance, you know, your pace, you know, everything, right? We rely on it heavily as runners. And when I don't have it, I always laugh. It's like this run doesn't count. Or if I'm running with someone and they don't have a watch, it's like, why are you even out here? You might as well turn around and go home because it doesn't count. <laughs> and number two reason why it doesn't count is because it can't go on Strava. You can't get your likes. Oh, man, it's pointless. I think we, we need to turn that around in our head. I'm the same way. But I met a guy down in, um, he lives in Los Alamos, New Mexico, and he does, 
he used to run with a watch and always checking and seeing how fast am I going home. And then he switched and he just put it away completely. And now he's super fast. He never times himself. He's doing all these 50Ks, um, you know, trail runs. And he's much better. Good. So part of it, part of it, maybe maybe takes the fun away when we're constantly judging ourselves saying oh i'm going slow how about this feels right i can't do it myself yet but i would it's, like to get to that point where i say you know what this feels great and um it's a skill it, to have it's, it's like have. um good experienced runners can run without a watch and know what pace they're running well you have to and if you're an elite skill. you can't use watches if yeah. you're trying to it takes, set a world record or right skill. you can't you can't mm -hmm. use a Exactly. It, ta it takes skill. So um, it's something maybe one day I'll build up to, but not right now. All right, go. Um, I don't know your list, but you probably have this on yours. But I, I bought it first and I suggested it. So it's, it's the flip belt. The flip belt. I cannot belt. run without the flip belt. And I'll tell you what, I cannot run with the original flip belt, the one without the zipper. That's the one to have. Because you can put whatever you want. Like when I, the one with the zipper, I... All right, hold on a second before yeah, you go up? into it. So yeah. a flip belt is this band. Uh, yep. There's a lot of different versions of these things, but the flip belt is a band that you put around your waist and it has a bunch of different pockets in it. And yep. this one apostoli says it has a zipper. But what you do is you put all your stuff in it and then you flip it inside out so nothing falls out because it's against your body. That's the whole concept. And it's so tight that you, uh, most cases I don't even have to no, flip I never, it. I never flip I never it. Flip I've it. never flipped it but, once. But the, the pocket with the zipper makes it harder actually. So I like the original one. And actually, they're coming back, or they have come back with the original one. What do you mean? It's just one pocket has a zipper? No zippers. No, but, so here's my take. I have the one where one of the yeah. pouches has a zipper. Exactly. And it's great, because what you put in there is your credit card and your keys. Because if those things fall out, you can kind of be screwed if you needed them. Maybe not your credit it's card, but your keys. It's a great training. It makes for a great training run when you lose your credit card. And you don't know how far back you did. <laughs> so you start running back. It's but a great, great interval I training. I don't go out with a long run without it. I mean, because when I go out for a long run, I'm trying to do 17 miles, right? I have my gels. I'm going to carry my phone for multiple reasons, right? In case I need it for emergency. But I got the new iPhone 11, so it takes insane pictures. So I got to take that for so the gram. Cool. I got a credit card in case I need anything. I got my earbuds in there. In case I, excuse me. Are music. these things you cannot run with? Are you finishing the, no, the list? No, no, no. I'm just saying what I can put in my flip belt. And then I got, you can put keys. I got, I can, you can put a water bottle in there. I'm saying this thing can hold, this holds an arsenal yeah, of items. It's amazing. So I can't run without that. You put your gels too. Amazing. It's amazing. It's great. But if I run with the I'm, stroller, I don't need any of it because I can just throw it all in the stroller. Okay, my turn. Um, so this is a new this is a new thing I can't run without. I can't run without having a shot of espresso before I go. What? Yeah. It's just a 2020 Alex thing where I've been before I go for a long run, like 20 minutes before, I'll rip a shot of espresso at home. What when did you start doing this? 2020. Just 2020. Yeah, so like I've what? like four long runs in on it. So we just interviewed Sarah Hauer from the journal sentinel and she mentioned that she always drinks a coffee before going to running yeah so i never it's funny we, we you didn't touch up on that well it's different coffee like i know a lot of people who sit down and have a whole cup of coffee before a run and that takes like a lot of time especially like especially if me, you make coffee like the way you make coffee. and dripping it's just like it's <laughs> it's like a process and like 
I don't like to run on a full stomach with that. So I used to treat myself where it's like go for a run because then you can have a coffee after. So I'm like the opposite of her in the morning, if that's the case, for a cup of coffee. But a shot of espresso is like that kick of energy to just like get you going. Because a lot of the times as a runner, you know, you're going out for a long run. Those first like takes you three or four miles to like kind of like realize you're really in this for the long haul. And I've learned that, that the espresso shot like kind of jumps that. It's like those first three miles are uh, it's really not the case anymore. So once your body, you will get used to it. I don't know, probably, but for now, you get two more. It's one the next thing, thing I you can't know you're, run you're without. Okay. How about you? okay? You go. This would be number four. It's a split between two things. While talking about the flip belt, I had a, I, I realized that I always take something with me that I never ever have had to use. I do take I do take my credit card. I take my credit card every single time, right? Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes you stop to get a coffee or you get mugged and you're like, just leave me alone. Here you go. Here's my here's my credit card. Don't take my uh, flip belt. Take my credit card. My ID. I take my ID with me because. Mm. But I always take my health insurance card. Every single time. And and it's stupid because I put it inside the flip belt and you just know there's no, uh, you know, if something happens to me and they have to search my body to know like, okay, who is this person? There's no way they're going to know what a flip belt is. So they're never going to find it. <laughs> they're going to be like, how do we cut this off of him? Got to free him from his clothes. So I don't run it with, I don't run without it. And, but, and, um. And I will continue to take it with me, even though I don't think it adds any value. So knock on wood, I'll never have to use it. Wow. The second thing that I cannot run without, or I try not to run without, is a headband. I, I have to run with a headband because my glasses fall down. Mm-hmm. And also the sweat comes down my eyebrows. My eyebrows are pretty thick. If you know me. You have nice eyebrows. Thank you very much. I have much. thick eyebrows too. Yes. A the lot of people think we look like brothers, by the way. You know that, right? We're not. We're not. <laughs> so. We just debunked the myth. We're not brothers. We're not brothers. But yeah, my nice. eyebrows headband. can only hold yeah, so yeah, much the head, sweat. The headband is an apostoli look. And I put it over my ears, which is, it looks weird. It's your own mm-hmm. thing. It's my own thing. Everyone looks goofy when they run. doesn't matter what you wear or your form bunch of goofy people out there i like that one what is your last one you're throwing me for a curveball here because my last one is really close to yours and i can't think on the fly right now so i'm just gonna roll with it um because it's the winter i can't run without a buff Hmm. like you know and i have like six badgerland strider buffs i think they're from cell shore i have no idea but i just rotate them every day and then at the end of the week i do laundry but are they the same color they're like red Okay. I might have like a couple other ones, but they're great because they're like, if you guys know what buffs are, you can wear them as um, over your ears, like a, a headband. You can wear, I mean, you can wear them like a, you know, your band or whatever. You can wear them like a headband, like you wear yours to keep the sweat out. You can wear it over your face and your neck as a protector in the winter. Very versatile. Very, very versatile. And what I like great. the most, have you, I, I have one of those masks that you put up and you know, Mike, you know, I have one of those masks 
that you put on for they look like balaclavas almost yeah but they're but they're halfway done mm-hmm. it almost looks like a ninja mask yep right and and they have a little opening a little with a little mesh yeah to breathe through it mm-hmm. guess what useless if it's super cold all the all the all the humidity from your uh, from your breath is going to turn into ice at some point you're not going to be able to breathe through that thing Here's where the buff is great. You can turn it around because it's continuous. It's a continuous yeah. loop, so you can keep turning it around. It's, it's a, a very little useful. thinner too, so you like right. You layer it up, and it's a little easier to breathe through. Yeah. But yeah, boom, and that is our list of five things we can't run without. Any so, any, any readers? Any, yes, uh, listeners. Fans? Let's get to the listeners. We had some good ones. So. Jake Wirtz, we're going to start off with a real good one here. So Jake Wirtz from Chicago, Chicago listener, I like it, says he can't run without his legs. Good one, Jake. I love it. Windy City Pacers. Windy City Pacers running with their legs. Uh, Speaking of coffee, Dan Biddick, a listener from Madison, says a cup of coffee after a long run. Hmm. So you can't run without a cup of coffee after a long run. I guess that, that works. I respect it. I love a cup of coffee after a long run. Uh, George Herrera, our last guest, says he can't run without his watch. So, George, we're with you on that one. Boom. All right, I got to switch over to some Facebook comments. So, let's see here. Sol Adrete says she can't run without her running shoes and during the winter, gloves. Yes. That's true. You can't run without gloves. Jessica Swearingen. Jessica Swearingen. Jessica Swearingen says, my watch, using the watch emoji, I always like to know how far I went. Mm-hmm. I like that. I agree with that because when I run, I really don't like, if you look at my runs, you would say they're all routine. I just run south on the Oak Leaf Trail and then turn around. But if I can be creative, I love running new routes and new directions and just like letting my mind wander. And definitely having a watch is helpful to know kind of your distance and where you're at to know if you need to go back home what do people do before watches come on the same we're thing. spoiled the same exact thing ran matt Friedel says friends with the uh, two emojis uh, I was, a girl you know, running w- and a guy running alex i was gonna say that man that yeah I, we're I, like two a, friends talking about this and we cannot, left each other out i can't say that i cannot run without you but we used to run together all the time and we used to wake up and Go running Ooh, that and, was and hit up breakfast places. That's a good story. So we used to wake up, um, you know, because obviously opened mimosas, so we needed to go out, tr- go out and try all the competitors. Scope, scope that. Not scope competitors are friendly. Our yes, friendly, friendly friends. Friendly and friends that friends we have to squash. No, we have to squash. <laughs> but like no, once a week, kidding, we would kidding. wake up, run, and then go eat breakfast at one of those places. That was yeah, a fun tradition. It was a very fun tradition. Instead, we, have to we condi- continue. Well, instead, we do this. I think it's fun. Brad Koning says, my legs, laugh emoji, laugh emoji. That's two, that's two legs. That's I two like legs. it. That's funny. Um, but in all seriousness, I enjoy running because I don't need anything. I like to run with no music or no phone. I enjoy the peacefulness. One thing about running without anything and running on a very boring route is that if you can survive running without any stimulation, without any friends, without any music, just you and your mind afterwards everything seems interesting and i guarantee you i'm sure there's somebody that has has researched this if you look at schools i'm pretty sure you will find a connection between 
cross-country running in high schools and colleges, if you look at their grade averages, typically those students tend to do the best. And I think that it is because if you can run for long miles and be bored, anything is interesting, including schoolwork, and then you you sit down and you you do your work well. It's one of the factors. Well, I, I get it. I'm following you. I feel like this is like a thesis, and we need someone to like figure this out, like do some research on it. We're we're about to have a cross country. We have a lot of cross country people that we know, coaches. We, we can do we a some, lot of tests. We, we had Tania. Well, Tania was was well. She she is not cross country. It is track. But we're we're ha- we're bringing somebody. That is We're bringing two people. Two people there. One you don't know about yet. I just confirmed. Oh, really? But we had, and then don't forget, um, um, Vince's father. Vince's father, but Joe Vitrano. Joe Vitrano, but also um, Jess. Jess. Bro. Yes. She. Let's use all these people for our thesis. Bring them all together. Okay, I like it. We'll do a thesis. And win another award. All right, a couple more. Andrea, CCPU. CCPU online training. <laughs> I love it. We'll just buy a bunch of uh, the new carbon fiber like shoes and just test them out at CCPU. <laughs> All right. Andrea Webb says my shoes could never do barefoot running. Yep. I'm on board with that. And then has she tried it? I don't know. Andrea, have you tried barefoot running? It's I had cool. to once. I've I, done came, it on I came the, to I've done it on a beach. Sorry. Did you? You I've done it on a beach. It was cool. How did you? How did your not your, good? Well, not How good your, because... Were you super sore on the... Um, fronts. The fronts. Yeah. Because yes. you're using all these muscles they haven't used before. Yeah. Another thing is it was on the beach, barefoot. I got blisters because like the salt water, I was in the ocean. It was kind of a dumb move, I guess, looking back at where, it. Where did you do this? In Florida. Oh, Florida. Vacation there a few years ago. Um, um, definitely. I definitely recommend it. Once I got to an OMG, a track workout, I've remem- and, I, and I had... Got in all my clothes and I forgot my shoes. I had just returned from a funeral, mm-hmm. and I was wearing a suit. And I grabbed my running stuff because I knew I was gonna go for a track workout. But I did not grab my shoes, my running shoes. And it was a track in Shorewood. I was there with you. You ran were you there? The, and, and I you, ran barefoot with, ran with my in, socks. And then you ran on the inside track for because um, it's like that turf. So you did some of the workout on there and some of the workout on the track. I did part of it, yeah, yeah. Here and there. No, I mean you did the whole workout. Amazing but you workout. Just did. Amazing workout. Yeah. My 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 calves hurt like crazy. There's a guy who does the lakefront marathon every year, uh, barefoot, and he's usually in the back. He's not like setting records, but he does it barefoot. That's impressive. Barefoot, no socks. Yes. Original man. The original man. Is this like um, the Dos Equis man? The original running man. No shit. Most interesting man in the world. And our last submission is from Louis Thon. And this one actually relates to you and your ID and credit card. He can't run without his road ID and watch. So if you just get one of those little, I think a road ID is those little metal plates you put, you on, put on your, your shoelaces shoe. to like let people know who you are. What if you lose your shoe? Well, that's, there's probably other things going on in that case if you <laughs> lost your shoe. <laughs> all right all right guys thanks for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this episode until next time keep on running